Hey, I'm Ruben from Dub. Welcome to Connection Loop, our actionable podcast about building businesses with daily human connections. Connection Loop features long form interviews with fascinating people in sales, marketing, and beyond. Enjoy today's episode and learn more about Dub at dub.com. And we are live. This is Ruben Dua from the Dub Podcast Connection Loop. Today we have Ian with us. And we're going to be talking about personal branding and the essentials of it. So this is a very interesting topic for me. I've gone through a whole evolution on what is the personal brand? uh, How does it uh, exist in LinkedIn and YouTube and the social platforms and just us and our general aura? So how can we become most authentic? How can we become uh, most professional, most likable and at the same time still drive our business forward? So Ian, if you could just start with a short bio, love to get into the topic here. Sure, yeah, so Ian Moyes, I'm Chief Revenue Officer at 1UP Sales, been in sales leadership for a number of years prior to that sales, so sales for many, many years. And uh, the reason this subject's pertinent to me is I I fell into social selling a number of years ago, before it was called that, didn't know what it was, self-talk, to try and stay relevant in the selling environment and to the customer. And alongside that comes personal branding. It's an inherent part of social selling. And the more I got interested in and self-taught, uh, there's books and things now, but it was organically learning the hard way, trying things. And through that, we may talk about this, is I've realized the benefits you can gain through simply making sure you represent yourself in the most appropriate and authentic, you absolutely know one of the words there, Ruben, uh, way possible. And, and that's across all platforms, right? This isn't just, you, uh, you're kindly showing my LinkedIn, but it's not just LinkedIn. It's whatever whatever environment is relevant to your customer, how you are perceived in that environment is part of your personal brand. Yeah, well said. Well, tell us, what what are some of the essentials? What what should we be doing if we want to really be promoting promoting our personal brand? Well, firstly, realize you've got one because a lot of people, I think, say, oh, you know, this is for celebrities or influencers. Everyone has a personal brand. Your personal brand is others' perception of you based on any information, um, any context they have. So it isn't just digital. Although in today's world, uh, rapidly over the last 10 years, you know, we've all been capable very cheaply because of the social media platforms. And there's a plethora of them to represent our brand globally, cost effectively with very little effort or, or any cost at all. So the game's changed because your personal brand is often a digital one. And I would suggest that during during COVID, your personal brand, your digital personal brand has become the first impression and it's become more important than ever before. So things you should care about are what simple one to start with is what can people find about you online? You know, I would challenge people to in an incognito browser or on someone else's PC, because on your PC, there are cookies or all these things going on that learn about you and what you look at and what you search. But search anonymously in a way that someone else would search your name, search your name and your company name. You know, what might someone search for and what would they find? And take a look and certainly look at the first three, four, five pages. No one's going to look at page 45. Right. Let's be frank. We don't do that. But on those first few pages, what comes to light and how does it represent you? And are you happy with it? That's the first thing to start with. 
does it represent you to your target audience your whether that be uh, an employer if you're in, being furloughed or looking for a job your personal brand is a key aspect of your competitive edge so to speak in selling yourself and getting that new role you know and, and don't kid yourself that employers and recruiters aren't going to check you out online and that could be your differential against another candidate so that's the first thing or how are your customers going to view you where would they look for you so that, yep. that's what we start. i mean i'm not I, I, could, I could go on for 20 minutes but i'm going to give you a chance to speak Ruben, because that that's such a big question i could rattle on for ages well for me it's it's where we're being found and oftentimes a lot of us actually don't google ourselves to see what's being said about us you know my friend roberto monaco says it best he says if we don't tell our story ourselves others will tell it for us so what that means is that if we're not going to google and looking at the first you know eight listings and saying what is on that page what does it say about me on my linkedin page or my medium profile or whatever it may be and if you're not happy with that that's your opportunity to fix that and also, you know, starting a blog and updating your own social accounts, it's just going to it's going to make it's going to give yourself more visibility. The second thing I think about, though, is how do we drive once we have found our channels, found our voice? How do we drive the, uh, you know, the real engagement? You know, when we look at some of the posts that we put on LinkedIn, you know, some of them, they might get zero engagement. Others might get moderate engagement. Others get high engagement. You know, how do you try to get more engagement on your posts. If you notice that some of your yeah. posts are getting zero likes, you know, what is what are some of the what are some of the updates that you might do to your strategy so that so that you don't suffer from that problem because the red flag of course that I always look for is if someone has a large amount of followers but they have very low amount of engagement. What that makes me think are they using bots? You know, are they gaming the system somehow? What, what is not quote unquote authentic in that in that mix. Yeah, and I, and I think A, think across platforms. So firstly, be relevant on the platforms where your customers are. So what, what question I often get asked is, should I be on Instagram, Facebook, all, all these things? It's, and my answer is, I don't know the answer without knowing where's your customer? Where's the people you're trying to address? So firstly, choose the appropriate platforms and don't try and be on all of them for the sake of ticking the box do the platforms that are most appropriate to the nature of your business and where your engagement would should be with your prospective client uh, customer um, and do it really well. And in terms of content, um, there are so many nuances to consider. One is be authentic. And, and to your point of those that get the most engagement, I think those that are the most authentic, um, you know, if you post up a blatant ad, advert, it tends to get less interaction than if you post a discussion piece. If you post something authentic about the role you're in, your industry, something you've got not only authenticity about, but knowledge about, where you're posting an opinion piece. And that doesn't have to be a blog. It can be a few sentences. Um, where possible, use video and certainly use an image. So in that scrolling, in that transient nature of social media, don't think everyone's going to see your post and sit there waiting for you to post something right and if they're following a lot of people their feed will have a lot of content in it so a couple of things is one is produce a good piece of content two don't be uh, put off by sharing it multiple times and that multiple times is not three times an hour every hour but if you post it in day one and it's a good piece of content 
don't be afraid of posting at a different time on a different day because it's like a TV advert. They don't run that advert once, even though it's highly expensive. They don't just run it once and think, well, we're done now. They understand that the viewer will not necessarily be there at the point in time you run the advert. So they'll run it in different times uh, on different channels um, and they'll run it amongst content that they think is appropriate to the audience. So, for example, if it's a travel program, you'll typically get adverts to do with travel and travel products in, in that section because the audience watching the program is most likely to look at the advert. So the trick is to produce content. Think about when to post it. Um, you know, if, if your target market is US, don't post it in the middle of the night in the US time. It, it's pretty basic. And then think about using videos and images. And if you're using LinkedIn as an example, and you're posting video, post it organically. There's a small tip because if you post a link to, for example, a YouTube video, the algorithms on LinkedIn de-rank it automatically because what, what you're basically saying to the LinkedIn platform is, here's a bit of content. I wanna take your audience on LinkedIn to another social media platform and they don't like it and automatically it de-ranks. So post your content organically and, and most are like that, typically in the platform. It's on, on, on Twitter, post the video embedded. Don't post it as a link to somewhere else. Try and keep everything on the platform um, that you're posting on and think about the audience. What's gonna engage them? What's gonna interest them? What's gonna give them value? And that isn't all about you. So I, I usually suggest a, a, a four-one-one ratio. You know, four, four pieces, sorry, a four-one ratio. You can do four pieces of content that are non-promotional, and that might be something personal, something opinion-based, um, something where you've written a, con a piece of content yourself, to, to having one promotional one. One thing about your company and for every four others, you know, you can do that and it balances the content. If someone sees all you're pumping out is company literature, you're just resharing company promotional stuff, why am I following you? What value am I getting from this? So you've got to think about what, what, what's the impact on the audience. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. I think when we think about who the target audience is and the type of content that they would want to consume, um, it changes the mindset a little bit because we're all trained to kind of be, especially people in sales and marketing, you know, we're kind of trained to just talk about what we're selling and talk about you know, products and services that we have when in actuality, that's not what people want to uh, read about. You know, when we meet people at a party, who, who talks about products and services there for the first three hours of the conversation? Yeah. Nobody. That happened well, days well, or weeks later. Ruben, we want to get insight, right? We want to learn. Give me something that gives me some advantage. It gives me something new I can do something with. If yeah. you think that way and deliver that, people people want to lap up the content. Yeah, so well said. So uh, what are some of the ideas that you might have to share with us in terms of figuring out what type of content we can share with people? You know, if, if they the classic saying in business is that People have problems, and if you can solve those at scale, then you can be successful and make other people successful. So how do we find out what are the problems of our ideal client profile are and then create content to assist them with those problems? Well, so there's lots of different things you can do, right? What One is it's very easy on the social media platforms to run, run um, a poll, you know, run something where you survey people because the platforms are there, they have the technology built into them, or there's plenty of, of survey monkey and these sort of things. 
very easy to run something. And if you want to get really good insight, run a contest with a small prize, you know, make, make it depending on your, you know, if you've got a marketing budget, but run something where, you know, answer these few questions and get a five, $5, um, five buck, um, uh, coffee token card, right. Or enter into a contest and for a, you know, a, a PlayStation or something like that. You can incent people to fill these things in to get data to give you that context to then write something around or look at what's out there. There's plenty of surveys already been run. There's plenty of analyst reports already been run where you can get this data and, and it's out there and then look at creating content around it. Yeah, I think I think uh, customer surveys are, are they're they're definitely an unsung hero. I wish more people use those types of things uh, to figure out what, what problems are, because that's where, you know, a lot of the discovery and a lot of the creative ideas come from in terms of how we can uh, we can, can create content and share it and, and drive more engagement. Um, great. Well, um, any any other essentials that we should be focused on when when thinking about our, our personal branding? Just want to pack yeah, in I think, values. I think, I, I think consistency. You know, how many how many times when you may look at someone in, as an individual, A, you want to see what else is out there that they've produced and you can't find their profile. The number of times I've looked and gone, right, here's someone on LinkedIn. Let's see what they're doing on Twitter. And you, you A, there's no easy way to find them or you'll go on Twitter and search their name and yourself and, and myself, Ruben, have re relatively uh, good names that aren't, there's not millions with our name. But if your name's John Smith, and you search that on Twitter, you're going to, how do I, how do I find that the right person? And the onus is then on me, the audience, and they've used a different look and feel, different photo. Is this the right person? Is this not? Make it easy, you know, cross link your profiles. If you're having them and you, and you care about them, then put links on each one to the other one so, so that someone can find you. Use consistent photos and, and branding, even as an individual. Come, think about what companies do, and there's a reason they do that, to make it easy for the customer and the audience to identify this is from the same place. This is the same content. And the same when you produce content, think about using a consistent label, brand, photo, etc. I mean, that, that, that's an easy one, right? Then think about how do I make it easier for the audience? So for example, you, you kindly pulled up my LinkedIn profile, but the address that I gave you for my profile wasn't, Ruben, go to LinkedIn, search Ian Moyes, and then there might be three or four, and then pick it. If you go that that URL for that page is earmoist.co.uk. For my Twitter account, earmoist.cloud. So anyone I'm talking to, I've created a nice, friendly, personalized brand, and it costs me a few dollars a year for each of those domains. And it's easy, right? I, I don't say. Imagine my name is John Smith. I'd say, well, yeah, go and find me on LinkedIn. Look for John Smith. Look, but I'm not that one. Make sure you look for this and search for this. I just say, I'd say, you know, get John Smith or get John underscores, get get whatever, get something that makes it easy. And then as you kindly scroll through mine, you'll see where I take part in other content. And, and through doing this in this personal branding, I've had the pleasure to be invited as a speaker to podcasts like, such as yours, but to also, you can see here, lots of panels, lots of different things that I get involved with. And that extends your personal brand. You know, the more you partake, if you want to become a thought leader in your particular segment and space, make use of the platform. So you'll see as you scroll through there, 
I've connected to all the relevant jobs that I've had. I've posted each against each one. I look for completeness. So there's postings there of things I did there where I spoke at an event. There are, um, you know, I, I do everything I can to make my profile authentic, interesting, and and give you a lot of information. And I've had a lot of, of influencer work come out of this. And I didn't go out trying to be an influencer, but in the cloud technology space, and now more and more in the sales uh, leadership space, I get invited to be on panels to take part in things, and they just find me. They'll find me through, we saw you did this panel. Well, guess what? If they see you do something, where are they probably going to go next? They're going to look at the links, go to your pro one of your social profiles, check you out, and reach out. So I get DMs on Twitter. I get LinkedIn messages multiple times a week. Could you speak at this? Do you, do you write content on this? Would you give us a comment for this article? And that all helps your... In your company, because if nothing else, if they say, could you give us a comment about cloud in XYZ said by Ian Moist at One Up Sales, your name's out there and it's free and people are reaching to you and make use of the platform. If you hover over my picture there, Ruben, I don't know if you've done this on your LinkedIn, you'll find that the uh, video should play if LinkedIn plays nicely. Hi, this is Ian. Yeah, you didn't want the sound there. Um, so LinkedIn has put this in place recently where you can put an introductory video against your profile picture for 30 seconds and it's free. So why not do it? So I'm always looking at what, where are the angles on these platforms that you can do things that make the most use of the platform to represent you as well as possible and make, take the most benefit from everything on there. So well said. Well, well, Ian, I wanted to thank you for your time. Um, some great tips and tricks here. I think uh, we could all do a better job on on our personal branding. And uh, hopefully this was the piece of, of content that we needed to hear uh, to catalyze that. So thank you so much again. And um, stick on for some notes. Appreciate you.